fans, podcast fans, uh, fans of uh, the movie The Fan starring Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes, where Wesley Snipes plays a baseball playing man, and Robert De Niro is a big fan of the team in question, and I, some stuff happens. I gotta say, I feel like this is not the first time you've explained the plot of The Fan on this podcast. <laughs> it's possible, because I always talk about fans at the beginning of... Uh, episodes I, I never i never really even though we will be in this episode finishing the process of writing the movie i never really settled in on a opening to the podcast what i should have done is what they do for county bang bang which is have people like you know provide opening lines or what have you and just do a different opening line every single time of course uh we don't have enough fans to get enough <laughs> opening lines particularly because we were recording so many of these like uh, ahead of time or what have you uh yeah. so it's not we're not like on a week-to-week basis we, we, or anything we like probably that. don't have that many fans willing to do that because every time you think of an idea you name drop a better podcast that they could be listening to so i, I have a feeling that someone says oh they do that on, on comedy bang bang maybe i'll just go listen to comedy bang bang well it's a great podcast but you know so the thing about podcasts is let's say you have to kill like a half hour or something but you don't have like an hour and a half or whatever and you don't want to like you're like you're like on a walk or like you're on you're like, like your commute your commute's like a half hour you don't want to be like you listen to the first half hour like a podcast that kind of bang bang that's like an hour and a half long it's like well now i've got, I've got like am i gonna just like keep listening to it on my phone or am i gonna have to like you know like get onto it like i'm like my like uh my laptop or like my tablet or whatever am i just gonna be carrying around my phone playing a podcast or something like that and it's, but it's like with us boom we just fit into that like half hour bit of time where we are Nothing if not uh, a conveniently sized podcast in a world full of long, you know, uh, podcasts that can sometimes stretch over two hours on occasion. Like we, I don't know if we've ever had an episode last longer than thirty-five minutes. So I sure I mean, hope not, for yeah. the sake of the world. Now, back in the day, with some of my well, I've Red Planet podcast episodes. I feel like never came in longer than forty-five minutes, but like. Back in the day when I was doing uh, Existential Parachute Pants with uh, a colon, a 90s pop culture podcast, uh, some of those are ch- uh, coming in over an hour, and I can't imagine. Now, those podcasts had uh, topics and um, sort of areas of discussion and made sense, so it was a little bit different than this podcast, which is uh, nonsense piled on nonsense for as long as it can sustain itself. But uh, still, you know, sometimes, you know, podcasts, sometimes you just need a little, it's like, we're a concentrated dose of podcasting. You're you're, you're boring yourself, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, that's another thing I, I never have been able to quite figure out. Why would I talk when I'm recording podcasts? I find myself yawning, but I do not do that in any other area of conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I should hope not when you're talking to someone face-to-face, like while you're talking, you just yawn in their face. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like the weirdest thing. Maybe... Uh, watching the uh, episode like record like just watching like the little voice thing and watching like you know uh, on the um, the auto editing software maybe that's what's very boring to me so I watch (laughs) and it makes me yawn it's you know and it's contagious you know it makes all the it makes the dogs who are listening yawn, and then you got a bunch of yawning dogs and sure people like yawning dogs that's our prime demographic right tired dogs 
I, honestly, if so, if we were a podcast, people like you know what? When my dog's tired, I play my podcast for the dog, and the dog goes right to bed. Although if the dog's tired, I guess it didn't need help going to bed. I could think it'd be more helpful if it's like <laughs> yeah. my dog would be really restless, and I put your podcast on, and it goes right to sleep. That's more impressive than feel like my dog was already ready to go to sleep. And I put your podcast. <laughs> There's on no it. correlation between the two. It's just like <laughs> changed nothing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, welcome to Chris and Matt write a blockbuster. The podcast where the two of us have been for uh, weeks now, for uh, months, yes, right? yeah, for months at this point, uh, been doing. Uh, we've been writing a movie. It's going to be a blockbuster hit. Doing the work. Let's go. Uh, yep, we've just been <laughs> yawning away at this thing. <laughs> it's going to take Hollywood by storm. We're yep. going to be and not like the movie X Men. If we don't Hollywood fall asleep first. The movie X-Men took ho- ho- Hollywood by storm. I almost said took Halloween by storm, which would be interesting. If, uh, yeah. The movie X-Men had taken... Well, I guess... I mean, the only... I mean, costumes. Yeah, it took the spirit of Halloween by storm. Yeah, people dressing up like uh, Wolverines, which is a very Halloween thing to do. But I'd say because Hollywood got taken by storm in the Hollywood and uh, the X-Men movie because she had that great classic iconic line, do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that <laughs> happens to everyone, everyone else. And then they that was probably like, that that line alone was probably the most influential part of the first X-Men movie. Well, certainly wasn't what Ray Park as Toad. <laughs> I think that's who played Toad. Ray Park. It, it who, is part of Ray Park's like, three-year domination. Yeah, uh, Darth Maul and Toad and Sleepy. He was the Headless Horseman in Sleepy Hollow. He was the Heavy Horseman. Heavy Horseman. The Heavy. Yeah, he, he was the uh, Heavy Horseman. Ooh, the Heavy Horseman. <laughs> Just, uh, just a heavy set horseman. In the yeah, film. yeah. Just like then, like they couldn't think of a name, so they like, oh, that it's like the kind of thing like when you see like in the credits of movies, like they don't give a character a name, but it's like description like irritated driver or mm-hmm. uh, confused uh, dog walker. <sighs> yeah. I'm yawning. I'm stuck <laughs> yawning podcaster. The That's yawning cute. podcaster. I just got. I mean, like. Podcasters are characters and things now, and not just that episode of The Simpsons recently where Krusty was talking to Mark Merritt at WTF, which is a new wow. episode of The Simpsons recently. <laughs> I feel like you've told me that be- that before, but every time it's mentioned, it sounds lamer and lamer. It wasn't a terrible episode. It was a framing. Well, I thought it was all right. I mean, like I, you know, like I was a fairly. The, it was a framing device for Krusty to talk about how when he was younger, he had a dream project to make a movie out of a book that basically seems to be Dune, like an unfilmable book. And so the episode is a flashback to Krusty trying to mount a production of a Dune-esque movie. It's like, instead of Jodorowsky's Doom, it's Krustovsky's Doom. Uh, nailed it. awful. It <laughs> so bad. If you're not, if you're those people who... would like, want that? Who would <laughs> want that episode of The Simpsons? I, I There's some decent laughs in it or whatever but i mean uh if you're one of those people who like hates when they like retcon the past of the simpson like you would hate that episode because i watched i watched a, a part of a youtube video the other day that that described like the simpsons chronology and continuity as <laughs> flawless and then it pointed to three jokes where like it said that bart wanted to be like a lawyer one day and see they're like see they're they're sticking to yeah. this joke and it's like <laughs> I don't think that there's really much of a correlation there. I think they just thought it would be funny if, wouldn't it be ironic if Bart turned out to want to be a lawyer because he's such a yeah. bad boy? Yeah. 
like they do, like, yeah, because like there's like the one joke in like one of the episodes we look into the future, and there's like building off of like the fact like in the itchy and scratchy movie episode they yeah. show the future and he's a Supreme Court justice or whatever. Yeah, but when like, actually his true future is to be Bag Bang Bart. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Simpsons trivia recently at a bar, and that was one of the episodes they showed. It was pretty mm-hmm. fun. I came in second. I was a little disappointed, but who won? Some team of people. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> It was somebody I have a distinct memory of uh we'll eventually get to this podcast actually about, but nobody gives a shit at this point. We hold on, we have to go through first our favorite segment of the show. Chris's distinct memories. And then we'll get to the other segment. Yeah, Chris tries to remember thirty rock jokes. But uh I was I was in Florida or something. I was on a family vacation. There's like a whatever age I was when when uh, All Star was a song of prom- of prominence, and I was on a go kart track. And I have a distinct memory of going around the go kart track with the song All Star stuck in my head, and just having that song playing over and over in its entirety in my head as I was driving around a go kart track in like Florida or something. As like probably like a young teenager or whatever, and so that's what. My memory whenever I, th- I hear th- hear a thing of the song All Star by Smash Mouth. It's not the movie Shrek, like it is for most people. Uh, I uh, I also have a distinct memory of the song All Star. Me and my friend on a warm summer day, the day Mystery Men opened, walking to the movie theater, which was about two miles away from my house, singing the song out loud and walking down the sidewalk with him. Does Thirty Rock have any jokes about Smash Mouth? It's, or it seems like the be the kind of thing that Thirty Rock would do. I feel like the Smash Mouth stuff was a little, little before, little before uh, Thirty Rock. It didn't. Smash Mouth hadn't returned yet. Yeah, yeah. Much like, not, much like how in 1991 Batman had yet to return. Not, not quite. For a movie that's like 30 percent about Batman and mostly about Penguin and Catwoman. Which yeah. is not to knock the movie. It's a totally fine movie. It's just like barely about Batman because clearly it seemed like Tim Burton was more interested in... Yeah, just like you were more interested in literally anything else on this podcast, Tim Burton was more interested in the villains than Batman. Yeah, more and having, who could blame him? Yeah, you could have Danny DeVito be crazy and uh, express this sort of seeming uh, only uh, passing understanding of human sexuality when it comes to uh, the character, uh, as amplified by the character Catwoman. That's a recent thing that people have been discussing in the uh, Tim Burton oeuvre uh, as his new movie Dumbo, uh, yeah, that's why this is uh, this is uh, uh, for uh, SEO purposes that we're talking about Tim Burton right yeah. now. Because uh, we, sure. we can put Dumbo in the description. Yeah, I'll put Dumbo in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think Chris's microphone fell over. I knocked it down. First time it's ever happened in all my years of podcasting. That it's I, great to be I, here at the end of all things where you're realizing that the laws of gravity apply to your microphone. I accidentally batted it like, as if though it was a cat batting at a ball of string, but it was on purpose, uh, as opposed to what a cat does that, which is often on purpose. Anyways, yeah, we've been writing a movie called uh, Seth Christ Colon Ballistic Reckoning for a while now, and the movie's basically finishing up in this episode, because in the last episode, there's a big old fight scene. Uh, the main villain, Rip Torn, as played by Joel Murray, got killed. Um, I don't remember if Dasha Slayer's alive or dead or in the mainframe or whatever, and uh I think Seth Christ has made it back down to Earth from the hot air balloon, and uh, uh, Jane Doe made it back, and Ducky Darns is alive. I don't know if Seth Christ knows it yet, but if he doesn't know it now, if he doesn't know it by now, he'll never, never know or whatever, but he'll know because it'll probably happen here. But yeah, so it's been a long, strange journey uh, and a long, tedious podcast, uh, but uh, we're, you know, 
about to put the finishing touches on this movie that is definitely coherent and could definitely be a real movie if it was all to just, you know, like we could drop this thing down on some doorstep of Hollywood and some scrappy young junior agent would pick it up and be like, uh, I'll represent you guys. I guess it would be better if it was a junior executive at a studio and then we don't even need agents. We can, uh, we can negotiate for ourselves. Uh, and that way we don't get packaged or whatever, which is going on with uh, you know the WGA and the agents right now. I think we're supposed to be down in agencies at the moment as uh, um, writers or like people who aren't like you know, so like uh, in the that industry. I think we're supposed to be anti-agent at the moment. So uh, cheers to agents. So we'll yes. sell this movie. Uh, <laughs> and cheers ourselves. to writers. Yeah, che- yeah, especially the writers of Cheers, like Larry Charles and. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Ken Levine, yeah, I think Ken Levine wrote, wrote on it before he wrote for The Simpsons, and then became a minor league baseball announcer, and he won't stop talking about either of those things. If you, well, if you're in the very small segment of the internet uh, that's Ken Levine related, which is admittedly, he's not exactly a an overwhelming online presence or anything like that. He's not like Megan Amram, who wrote the most recent episode of The Simpsons as of this recording. So huh. like, oh, the Simpsons there's a lot bad. to talk about when it comes to The Simpsons, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost as if, though, you could dedicate an entire podcast to The Simpsons if you wanted to. But who would do such a thing, I ask? Certainly not dozens and dozens of people at this point already. Yeah. Well, I mean, the what the world needs is two cis white men talking about The Simpsons at length to the disgust of just about everyone around them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. But uh, two that you, when you said two sis, it reminded me of Toonsis, the driving cat from Saturday Night Live. Yep, Toonsis. That's what I meant. <laughs> yep, and that would be a podcast I listen. I listen to Toonsis, the driving cat, talk about the Simpsons. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, they'd call it. Um, uh, I don't know what they'd call that podcast. It's not my job to come up with it. Toonsis is doing it. Like I guess like Earwolf, if like Earwolf produces that podcast or whatever, or Maximum Fun, one of the podcast networks can think of like. You know the name. Or if Gabber Media, our podcast network, uh, wants to uh, make a podcast for Toonsis the Driving Cat, the um, non-talking cat. And from why wouldn't they? Saturday why wouldn't? Life. Of course, they'd want to do that. Sure. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll I'll get the non-talking cat. <laughs> I'll be your cat. <laughs> that could be yeah. But then like, yeah, the, but anyways, yeah. So. How's this movie going to end? And will there be any more Kathy from the comic strip? Kathy, any more J. Jonah Jameson? I okay, think... so in the last app, uh, all of them uh, were... Uh, they just killed Rip Torn, right? They yeah. threw him off. They shot him in the penis or something? <laughs> yeah, as he was falling off a hot air balloon. Uh, and, right. and then I think they were able to stop the, the uh, volcano from going off. Did that already yep. happen? If it did already happen, it'll happen at the very beginning of this. We'll just have okay, so, the okay, so we uh, okay, so we end, we we we, we fade in on the secret uh, volcano lair, and like sirens are going off, and yep. um, Seth is going. We got to shut that thing down. And Jane, who has now the voice of Dasha Slayer, says, <laughs> yeah, right. "Wait a minute, who's that over there t- flipping the switch that'll shut it down?" And who is it but Ack herself, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy, yeah. And then, like, you know, um, uh, they're like, Kathy, you did it. And then, like, they're like, everybody's, like, congratulating and hugging. And then, like, uh, Jane Doe notices the ring on Kathy's finger. And, like, they're like, oh, did Irving finally propose? And, like, no, Jane Turner Jameson <laughs> proposed to me. And then 
Then uh, we hear we hear uh, wedding bells, ding dong, ding, ding dong, dong, ding yeah. dong, <laughs> and we fade out, and yeah. it's a beautiful white chapel. <laughs> the classic wedding song that goes ding. <laughs> The wedding the, bells. The, the wedding that happens at the movie. Yeah. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. <laughs> ding <but that's, laughs> dong, ding. Yeah, guess of the holiday, ding dang dong. Uh, and <laughs> Celebrity, ding dang dong, stay at the same hotel as Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Donald Trump just stay at his own hotel? I don't know. He's in that movie. Maybe he's outside Trump Tower or some bullshit. True. I don't know. Maybe he was... Uh, you know, having one of his many illicit affairs at that hotel. You know, oh, my gosh. Trump Tower. Yes. Yeah. Sexual. <laughs> sexual Donald Trump. The sexual dynamo himself. Yep, they call him. Remember, uh, maybe the, the professional wrestling for a while, the uh, Mark Henry, the professional wrestler Mark Henry, his gimmick was that he was sexual chocolate. I just, I just literally just watched a documentary about Mark Henry, and he seems like a great guy, had a great time doing the sexual chocolate character, and also had all of the that running romance with uh, that elderly wrestler. Oh, yeah, Mae Young. Yeah, Mae Young. So Who many scenes of them having sex. Yeah, and then Great she, gave, she gave birth to a hand because she yeah. was old, so that's all she could do is give birth to a yeah, hand. Yeah, it's just like a rubber hand. So and weird. I, I heard later uh, on they were doing another bit many years later uh, with Mae Young, and they had, it was like, and here's your child. And they had a guy come out in a giant hand suit as if it was a hand had grown up. <laughs> that's, a real, that's, a, that's a real al dente payoff. That's great. Yeah, but there's also, of course, the uh, Mark uh, Henry, get sexual chocolate, that have the uh, uh, couple other uh, things going out of the Attitude Era that would be considered non-PC in this modern time, including when he found out the woman he was interested in was actually, uh, 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 I, I don't even know if they're supposed to be transgender or just like a transvestite or what have you, but mm-hmm. there's a whole payoff. It's like, oh, you got your comeuppance, Mark Henry. You thought this was a cis woman, and it wasn't. Yeah, burnt sexual chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that that was on an episode of South Myers, right? <laughs> yeah, burnt. Yeah. Is that one yeah, of his Bert. things? <laughs> pretty, a pretty esoteric bird for Seth uh, Myers' yeah. audience. Like. Yeah. Weekend, weekend update 2008. They just burning Mark Henry. Hey, sexual chocolate. Uh, well, I heard that I heard that uh, Seth Myers actually got fired from Weekend Update because Donald Myers good friends with Mark Henry. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of fun together. They, uh, while he was going out with Mae Young, uh, Don Omar was going out with the fabulous Moolah. <laughs> Her friend, who apparently was an awful person, and uh, is, uh, evidently has been like in the modern times, is uh, persona non grata. <laughs> or pronounce it. Oh, yes, the persona non grata. <laughs> Or to steal a joke from another better podcast, uh, the best show, uh, Persona Al Gratin. <laughs> but yeah, so Kathy, she's getting married to J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can have Mark Henry show up. Why not? Yeah, Mark Henry's there with, with on his arm, Fabulous Mula and Mae Young. Yeah, both dead, but we'll have to come back as Force Ghosts. Yeah. We already have so many force ghosts in this movie. And then we'll have a sex scene where Mark Henry has sex with... Two force ghosts? Yeah, two force ghosts. Uh, double teaming Mark Henry for like five or ten minutes. They're, they're double teaming Mark Henry. As all the other characters watch on. 
like the yeah no yeah so that's uh this is how the movie this is it's just like how shakespeare plays always ended a wedding or yeah. two force ghosts just going to town on a professional wrestler yeah. no just uh yeah really uh he's uh, yeah just 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 spit roasted the guy The force ghosts of two elderly women <laughs> just take it on uh, sexual chocolate Mark yeah. Henry, Hall yeah. of Famer Olympian. Yeah, it's true. The world's strongest, the strongest man. man. That, was, that was his first gimmick. He was the world's strongest man. And then his gimmick became uh, fucking an old lady until she gave birth to a hand, which they had covered after birth and placenta when it came uh, out of her. Uh, it's a great, it's a good, great bit. Yep. Hell of a bit. But yeah, so then we'll cut. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's a um, long scene. It's yeah. played out in its entirety. Yeah, and then we'll cut to like a ripoff of the end of uh, the the Star Wars when they're getting all the medals. Yeah, because we'll have a uh, Chewbacca, yeah. who famously doesn't get a medal, uh, giving medals to all our main characters like one at a time. It's like out comes Seth Christ. Out comes Jane Go, Jane Doe. <laughs> Jane Go. <laughs> Out comes uh, Duffy Darns. Wait, what's his name? Ducky, Ducky Darns. Darns. Duffy. D- You're just forgetting all of their names in the last episode. He gives a medal to Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. Like, wait, like Seth is like Ducky. You're still alive. He's like. That's right, I can never leave you. I'll be alive as long as you're alive. Uh, Wait, he already he, knows the duckie's alive. Fine, and then he, he forgot. And he reminded <laughs> again. And then he's like, oh, yeah, right before, right before this scene, uh, a coconut falls off of a tree and <laughs> clonks, clonks uh, Seth yeah. Christ on the head, yeah. and he forgets. And uh, leaving the, the volcano lair, because the volcano's yeah. by the, yeah. There you and go, then, got and it. And the duckie's like, I'll be right here, and he touches uh, Seth's heart, and his fingers are <laughs> glowing. Yeah, then Ducky Jards gets in a spaceship, flies away, and a... a a rainbow trails the spaceship on its yeah. way out. A rainbow trout trails the spaceship on its way out. A giant <laughs> rainbow trout. And then more people. Um, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a, it looks a lot like that su- that Superman's funeral portrait yeah. that they have where all the super friends are carrying a casket. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the, the corpse of Superman metal. is there. Superman gets a medal. He's played by Henry Cavill with his mustache. We don't have to cut it out of this film. We'll make him grow it again because he presumably doesn't have it anymore. He just grew it just for uh, Mesh and Impossible. Mesh and, and Impossible. Yep. The, the movie about... Um, your mentions. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> your mentions. <laughs> R.I.P. It's, it's about a man who's canceled and the mentions that died along the way. Yep. It gets ratioed. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, yeah. And then uh, Superman gets a medal... Uh, and then Blank like, man gets a medal. Yeah, they're like, you know what, guys? Uh, and then Roddy Dangerfield's force goat says, hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. <laughs> yeah. And everybody cheers, and then the gopher comes out and gets a medal and then dances to uh, I'm All Right by Kenny Loggins, uh, which is, or Kenny Login, which is a sort of um, digital, like, uh, basement pop um, artist who does, co- like, a digital spacey covers of Kenny Loggins songs. Kenny Login. Yeah. Like a so that's what they'll do a cover song. Cause it's like you know how all those movies have like creepy covers of songs yep. like uh, you know, but also one time a creepy cover of Creep for a social network, which is a little mm-hmm. odd. It's not like a normally like cheery, uplifting song. It's not like, oh, what a strange juxtaposition, an eerie rendition of Creep by Radiohead. 
Uh, but that's a good movie, though, Social Network. So. <laughs> and then, uh, so, like, everyone's coming in, and that's when uh, Jane whispers into Seth's ear, I'm pregnant. And that's when uh, Ducky comes over. He's like, well, we got rid of Rip Torn, but now we have to get the real enemy. And on a distant planet Sinead is O'Connor another... rips up a photo of the Pope. <laughs> yeah, on a distant planet, and uh, that's uh, so the next film uh, is going to take on the Catholic Church and yeah. the, um, the outer space Catholic Church though yeah the, the space church yeah and what what else and uh, they all turn and face the camera and we hear da 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 and then and then a close iris into the blackness of space that says directed by Bob Alaban. yep that's right yeah and then yeah, that's how the credits will start and then the credits will be like all. Uh, Big old like you know big names. Well, yeah, everybody. Yeah. It'll everybody it'll be like kind of like a CGI recap of everything you just yeah. saw. Yeah, it's like, like kind of like, like a cartoon version, but yeah. it's all set to Evanescence's "Wake Me Up." Yeah, and it's, it's sort of like at the uh, like, uh, end of like uh, Marvel movies or whatever, where they like do the little bit like when they're doing like the names in the movies, like you know like the Zac Efron and the Stanley Tucci, and they like do a little bit of like animation for their characters, or like the generally really charming and uh, uplifting opening or closing credits to Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which is just a nice fun movie, and like the closing credits are really. Delightful. I've never seen it. No spoilers. You're gonna spoil the very right. end of the movie. Yeah, I won't spoil the credits. Just I'll just say stay through the. Uh, oh. Oh, okay. The, and now I can. Is there like a scene at the end of Black Panther where you sit around the whole credits and then out comes Bucky Bards, the Winter Soldier, to excite <laughs> you for the next film? Uh, yeah, well, uh, sure. But it'd be like that or whatever. Like, I didn't even stay for that when I saw Black Panther. Uh, I, I, but I just, because I stayed for like the middle credit one and mm-hmm. it was kind of dull or whatever. I was like, well, I don't think I'm going to bother. Also, I went to see that with my parents. I was like, they, they're not wanting to stick around for, like, the end credits or whatever. They want to go home. They don't want to be in this. <laughs> We're tired of being out with our idiot son. <laughs> yeah. Why, why couldn't any of our better children come see Black Panther with us? <laughs> and also, why did a woman take a FaceTime call during that movie? <laughs> I don't know, but she did, and that was a real great thing to, you know, trying to watch a movie as a woman takes a FaceTime call and then tells her young son towards the end of the movie that real men don't cry. <laughs> so that actually yeah. happened? Yeah. It was, like, uh, during, like, the end, like, when, like, you know, I think, like, uh, it's, like, Killmonger what? or whatever. He's dying? Like, yeah, he's, like, dying and getting, like, real emotional, and she's, like, Real men don't like cry, don't show their emotions or whatever to her young son. Really cool lady. Good. Really it's like legitimately the movie. worst thing to take away from that movie. <laughs> yep, but that's what she did. And, anyway, uh, another mm-hmm. lost soul. Yep, swimming in a fishbowl. Yep, Big Floyd. And then we'll play the entirety of Dark Side of the Moon over the <laughs> yeah, end which credits. is to pad it, pad it out. Because like what a lot of people don't know is that if you start uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the uh, Dark Side of the Moon at the same time it starts in the closing credits, it'll just play together synonymously. Yeah, it'll sync up perfectly. Yeah, it's great. So we'll do that. It'll be really long closing credits, but that'll really pad this movie out. People yes. are gonna look at the runtime of this movie and be like, it's like four hours long. Like, don't worry. <laughs> well, you know like, how they are. They're like, oh, well, we want Avengers: Infinity War two to be like five hours long because we yeah. gotta find out what happened to all of our favorite characters who are definitely yeah. dead forever. Yep. Uh, well, so that's the movie, Seth Christ, Colin, Ballistic Reckoning. Yep. We, we did it. We wrote an entire movie. It's yep. flawless. It, it makes total sense. Yeah, and it woke up like this. <laughs> yep. Not today, Satan. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, the feeling when you read a soon-to-be blockbuster movie. I, uh, that, it feels kind of uh, <laughs> like nothing. Writing a blockbuster movie got me like, uh, and then it's Kermit drinking tea for some reason. Yeah, uh, let me think <laughs> of, then, oh, I wrote a blockbuster movie and all I got was the stupid t-shirt. Yeah, I wish we got a t-shirt out of this. We should have oh. sold merch. Yeah, we really Seth Christ up. colon Ballistic Reckoning merch. Oh, well. Yeah, we could, but, sell, uh, could sell shirts with just the colon on it. It's yeah. Like a man's uh, colon. <laughs> we'll take a photo of, like, when, like, Matt Lauer got his, like, colonoscopy done on, like, or was it Katie Couric got a colonoscopy done on, like, the Today Show or whatever. We'll take a screen grab of that and we'll throw on the shirt and be like, check it out, we put Katie Colin's, Katie Couric's colon. That's a bit of a tuck twister, Katie Couric's colon, Katie Katie Couric's colon. colon, Katie Couric's colon, Katie Couric's colon. Yeah, that is a little bit of a tongue twister. Bit tricky. We'll throw that on the shirt. So that, yeah, <laughs> don't tricky. worry. <laughs> Soon we'll have merchandise, and our merchandise will be a picture of Katie Kirk's colon <laughs> with Seth Cru- with uh, Chris and Matt. What what do we name the podcast? We'll just take a picture of her colon and then put our names over it. Chris Morgan, Matt Shipkowitz, <laughs> over a picture of her colon from her colonoscopy she got done on uh, whatever. Fucking the show, show. She was on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Show she was on. Hey, we'll be on that show soon talking about this movie, which yeah. is bound to be a blockbuster. Oh, it's got to be. That's the entire premise of the podcast is that we've written a blockbuster. A yeah, blockbuster. don't make liars of us, American yeah. public. Yeah, don't make liar liars of us. Don't have our sons wish on their birthday cakes because we don't want to sexually harass women in the, in the elevator. Because we can't help but tell her that she's got a giant rack. Yeah. I like how in order to stop himself from lying, he just straight up assaults her. <laughs> yep. Uh, liar, liar. Good hey, times. Hey, maybe, maybe next time we'll talk about the movie Liar, Liar, because we have one more episode of this, and I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Ba- I think it basically be a wrap-up, so we won't say too much about this movie. Yeah. Cheers and jeers. Yeah. Cheers and jeers and <laughs> what we learned and all the mistakes we made and apologizing for them. Yep. But for now... Uh, this podcast, it may be in this... Wait, 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 we still, we still have one more thing that we gotta do on this podcast. What's that? Uh, I don't think we have tried to remember any 30 Rock jokes yet, did we? It's true, no, I was thinking if they didn't do anything about Smash Mouth, but then we got sort of... Oh, right, track. you know what, that counts, because we tried to remember a 30 Rock joke that may or may not exist. Yeah, because they, they did uh, all sorts of, like, references uh, to various things. One time, there's an episode with a bunch of different musicians on it. Oh, like, there's uh, that episode where, uh... Jack tells Bon Jovi to come up to him in about 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jack uh, brushes him away yeah. when he does. Him. To That's impress what... a woman played by Julianne some Moore? actress. Julianne Moore? Selma Hayek? No, not Selma Hayek. Not Julianne. Oh, oh no. Ooh. Oh, this Elizabeth a, Banks. This is a new segment where we try to remember 30 Rock guest stars. Lizzie Banks, who had a kid with him. Uh, I, oh. I, to- I literally, to this moment, have forgotten she had... It was on that show. Elizabeth Banks played the... Oh, the Elizabeth movie. Banks. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like Man. the blonde TV lady. Yep. She got uh, kidnapped by Kim Jong-un at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, rem- I, like, forgot that whole in, plot line. She, yeah, she had a kid in Canada. I don't yep. remember what her name was, the character. There's... Uh, I think I, her name I her name was codenamed uh, Agent Banks. Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> Yeah, that, that must be what her name was. There's also an episode where uh, they did like the uh, song benefit for uh, his dad, Alan Alda, needing a kidney. They had a bunch of musicians on it, including Shale Crow, Adam Levine, and Cindy Lopper, uh, the Lopper from that episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> All right, let's the- wrap this up. Yep. 
Uh, listen to other podcasts on Gabber Media. They're better than this one. I guarantee you that. Uh, and uh, this podcast, if you want to subscribe on iTunes, you could do it. Uh, you could do whatever you want with iTunes. It's a free country. I can't stop you. Um, and let's see. What else is in the news today? Oh, Twitter. Um, I'm at Chris X Morgan. I'm at M Shimkowitz. Uh, for a second, I had it in my head you were going to say, I'm at Seth Macy, and I realized, nope, <laughs> that's not correct, and then immediately said your own user. Uh, why would I say, name. why would I say that? <laughs> I just came to mind, that was like literally in my head, like it was a muscle memory of that would be what would said right there, so when you said your own Twitter handle, it literally jarred me for a second. Okay. Uh, but yep, so we're going to end this episode of Chris and Matt Write a Blockbuster, because now we've written a blockbuster. Chris and Matt wrote a blockbuster. Hashtag. That block has been busted. And busted Ooh, yeah. makes us feel good. <laughs> That's a joke we definitely made before. Uh, we'll a, see you. Uh, hey, a good idea is a good idea always. Yep. Uh, so in conclusion, we'll see you for the conclusion next week. Webster's Bye. Dictionary defines podcast as... Indeed. Goodbye. Bye.